0: drop, because that's the drop of life, universal energy perhaps. <laughs> good day and good evening, wherever you may be, I'm Safaria, and welcome to State of the Universe, where no topic is too great or too small, let's begin the show, welcome everyone. we've just passed a significant new moon this is the month of a blue moon we're kind of heading into the latter quarter of the year i feel traditionally when there was a new moon it brought on new energy it's in the sign of libra therefore new beginnings another season a new season but also I've got a bit more of a different focus this season as well. I'm going to be looking a little bit more at the metaphysical. I know I was very geared into the AI and I'm very passionate about that. After all, that's what I have a master's degree in. So I'm qualified to speak about AI. However, I've been reading so much about ancient religion that I really want to bring a lot of that in because so much of it's interlinked, okay? Okay. So we're entering into the season of Halloween. That's another important uh, thing to note for this season. And I'll focus on that a bit more today. So what I really want to just introduce you to the idea of sort of the metaphysics and what I mean about that, because that term seems to be thrown around a lot. It's very broad. You know, it is talking about so many different topics. According to the Merriam-Webbs Dictionary, Metaphysics describes what is beyond physics, the nature and origin of reality itself, the immortal soul and the essence of a supreme being. The University of Sedona describes it as a branch of philosophy that studies the ultimate nature of existence, reality and experience without being bound to any one theological doctrine or dogma metaphysics includes all religions but transcends them all that's a very interesting point because as i mentioned i am i've been doing a lot of reading about ancient religions um, and i have a lot of important things to to talk about metaphysics is the study of ultimate cause in the universe which is exactly what i am passionate about looking at at this current point in time big disclaimer this is an exploration So I'm not advocating any religion, nor am I trying to influence your beliefs in any way. Your beliefs are your own and everyone has the right to their own opinions. You may consider this for entertainment purposes only, folks. I respect your right to be independent and a responsible adult, and I demand the same in return. I'll guide you toward valuable tools, which will help. You, in your quest for knowledge, I will recommend books, other various sources of inspiration, all in the name of growth. And why do we need more knowledge? So in my opinion, we've been fed a rubbish narrative and junk food to divert and distract, especially in this last couple of hundred years, but who knows how long. Knowledge is power. And we gain nothing by being closed-minded and unwilling to ask questions and be curious. So one thing I know for certain is that while we exist in this realm, as sentient physical beings, we will never know it all. And our minds are simply incapable of grasping concepts beyond our limited reality. I mean, that's just fact. I know there are schools of belief. And this goes back to the ancient religions that believe that they are God. In fact, they know everything. Yeah, don't know. Don't know if I agree with that, folks. But um, just because someone says it, writes it in a book, or shows it on your television screen, does not equal fact. We're being fooled, people. And the minute you can accept this, the more empowered you become. Because when you're brave, you're strong. And the closer you can feel the truth. The closer you get to the truth frequency, you break the bell, so to speak. Part of the magic spell is the mass hypnosis being done to the human race. See, we're considered like the bottom feeders, you know. Crawling in the soil underneath a glorious, expansive ocean of consciousness. It's very healthy to question. And it's healthy to admit when you are wrong. And it's healthy to be uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes, the chief stands alone. So what? I'd rather be a warrior than a victim. So I'm not claiming to have all the answers. Nobody does. If anyone claims this, run for the hills. They are not to be trusted. People do not believe anyone. Learn and know it for yourself. So I'm here to give you tools to point you in some directions. And I've done a lot of research. And I'm very happy to impart that knowledge. That's what I'm passionate about. I enjoy doing that. Consider me a trigger, a reminder call perhaps. Take what you need, then it's all up to you to venture forth and discover your own truth. So for many, unfortunately, the idea of having to put in effort into an ultimate quest makes them feel overwhelmed. Yeah, I totally get that. You know, many prefer to spend their lives following some mainstream narrative, not questioning and certainly not challenging. And I really, I truly believe that's why we have such an issue right now is we're very much in, the, in a society where people are requesting to, to be fed everything. Can someone just bathe, feed and clothe me? Just tell me what to think so it's easy. So I never have to have that uncomfortable feeling that comes with having to face the reality that we do not have all the answers. And the person dressed in a costume claiming to be a divine messenger, they don't have the answers either. Have we all forgotten our ultimate quest? You know, while I sit here, we've had a tumultuous year. I talk about 2020 astrologically, but clearly on the ground, it's a reflection of what is happening in the skies, chaos. And I'm going to ask, you know, are we distracted to the point of exhaustion with all the rules, regulations, warp frequencies bombarding us? Don't forget that the Romans invented the circus to exhaust people so they didn't ask questions and to entertain, to distract. You know, Don't worry about the truth. Look at my amazing trick. That's what the invention was for. It was one of its purposes. I love a good showman. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying that that was the intention, okay? Have we forgotten that we're abundant, free warriors? Or is your face glued like a zombie to your TV or mainstream radio? Are you too busy facing lunacy and all the noise to realize that you're an infinite, magical being with choice and freedom? And you have the ability to tap into the light wherever, whoever, whatever we are, whenever. So I'm here to help break this zombie spell. I'm here to wake you up, or at the very least, remind you of who you may be. Welcome to the show. Enjoy the ride. So for those who have an interest in astronomy, you would have noticed that October is also a blue moon. So let's start with the 1st of October. I already mentioned in my previous podcast that October the 1st is a full moon. There's a significant thing politically that happened on that date and that's why I mentioned it. I'm really not going to go into um, politics too much, although I'm happy to offer my predictions when it's necessary and when I feel like it's important, but I, I clearly have many opinions but I choose to keep that to myself so October the first full moon October the 16th was a new moon so we just had that new moon recently which is why I ringing in the new energy now October 31st is the blue moon because it's the second full moon in the month and that's what that means what else is October 31st it's Halloween of course legend has it that we're in the middle of the satanic high season which runs from october 13th to november 4th there are many definitions of satanic okay so i just want you to be mindful of that there's always extremes and i i can explore that in later shows but i'm just saying that it is considered a, a satanic high season human energy and Human and energy sacrifices are often made between the 28th and the 30th at the darker end of the spectrum. That's like the kickoff of the eve of the blue moon celebrations. So the eves of the 31st. The Halloween, as I like to call it. And beyond that, December 22nd is actually being the winter slash summer solstice, depending on where you live in the world, is the next high holiday after this. So another interesting fact, you know, the Romans worshipped Saturn or Satan as uh, the Christmas holidays. And those three days around Christmas. Do you know how the 25th is such a, um, you know, he will will rise again? Well, that's referring to their sun, the S-U-N. After the darkest days, will appear again, so the sun will rise again. So clearly, I'm talking about the northern hemisphere. For some reason, we're always we're primarily driven by northern season festivities. So I'll talk more about Christmas at a later stage. Such as you know, quite a few poignant questions that I need to ask. Why is Santa red? Why does he creep on children when they're sleeping? Would you let a fat, drunk, random man into your house to watch your children? And let him give them gifts? Let him threaten them if they get on some naughty list? Yeah, just a few questions I have to ask. As well as other significant holidays, such as Easter. So another thing I'm wondering, why Easter, Christmas, Halloween are always tied in with fairy tales, stories of mysticism, and a lot of dark stories, a tradition which no one can really give a clear answer on. It's been muddied very much, the information. What do they all really mean? I mean, according to modern-day Satanist Anton LaVey, who founded a modern version of the Church of Satan. He declared that the act of dressing up or colouring oneself in celebration of Halloween is the act of signifying that you allow Satan to own you. That's all part of that ritual, that part of that joining in to offer yourself up to, to the gods, so to speak. So he further stated that When you adopt pagan practices, such as Halloween, you subconsciously dedicate yourself to the devil. And here's what LeVay had to say about Halloween. I'm glad that Christian parents let their children worship the devil at least one night of the year. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely, parents? That's their perspective of of Halloween. Said by the true showman, LaVey himself. And regardless of, you know, what what you you think of Halloween, it is a ritual. People are celebrating the dead. They dress up as witches, ghosts, skeletons. They're encouraged to scare each other. Traditionally, children roam neighbourhoods knocking on strangers' doors, accepting treats from who knows who. And, you know, I noticed that the use of treats and gifts as enticement frequently And also the concept of energy. So why are many of our ye olde fairy tales so dark? Designed to terrify with spell casting. Like all the threat of giants, witches, gourds or animals capturing, torturing or eating children. Many of them are, are about stealing the essence of pure souls or feeding off fear as though fear spikes a potent adrenaline in the blood. Which can be feasted on. Giving the Predators super energies. And it's not just Yeldy fairy tales, many movies nowadays, mainstream movies, are about these high-level themes and rituals, but they are skewed to face dark instead of light. Look, and I get I get it to some degree, we crave action. The excitement, the thrill of adventure—like as a child, I love the more dangerous cartoons too. I wanted to act like a superhero. I used to put my doll in a, you know, in her best dress and throw her down the hill in in a truck, toy truck. You know, play with swords as though sticks as though they were swords. You know, this imagination is fun. Play and creativity is essential. We we don't have enough, but. W- What parts of the ritual are we participating in without our knowledge is what I'm really getting to here. You know, while while I'm talking about the play and creativity, I just remember the moment in my life when I realized that I wasn't allowed to play freely. And that was when I went into high school and I was no longer allowed to play on the monkey bars in public anymore. That's for babies, they would say. It was like something, my creativity, a part of my creativity felt like it was, it died. It was restricted. Because somehow the only reason you should play on monkey bars beyond the age of eight is if it's going to become a money-making sport. Or, as an adult, you practice it as a form on a gym set, in a strict routine, counting, Chanting, but only per- for the purposes of making muscle. No fun, please. You know, you're you're an animal if you want to swing from branch to branch. So, in all seriousness, though, so. so many parents sit their children in front of movies, assuming the G or PG rating has been responsibly stamped. And in a fair world, this is a perfectly reasonable assumption. This is what should be so. This is what we've been told. Have another look. Unfortunately, it is not the case in a lot of situations, okay? It's important to remember the subconscious influences and the underlying messages behind the entertainment and just how malleable the minds of children are or everyone's mind can be for that matter. So much symbolism is in plain sight that once you see it, it's impossible to unsee it. But unless you do the research, you don't know what to look for. You don't know what you're engaging in unless you have that knowledge. Knowledge is the best preventative medicine. So once you know and see the signs, it renders them powerless. The end. Now let's not forget Hollywood, is a wood that's used for spell casting and they're all actors on the stage. Are you getting the idea now, people? Keep that in mind when you prepare for the biggest sacrificial day of the year. I'll leave it at that. Until next time, don't get spooked, get knowledgeable and omnificent. Remember, you own you, nobody else.